0: You're listening to Dishing with Donna. This podcast is a recipe for fun for anyone who likes to eat, drink, and be happy. Here's Donna. Hey, 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 this is Dishing with Donna. I'm Donna Rodriguez. Thank you so much for tuning in. This episode is going to make you hungry. Warning. (laughs) <laughs> it's all about barbecue and it's an actual interview man i really miss my interviewing days back in the day so i'm really excited to bring to you and present to you myron mixon now some of you out there if you're a true foodie you probably already uh you're probably already familiar with his name he's been all over television food network cooking channel as the barbecue pit master. He is a legend in the world of barbecue. And I don't know about you, but I can salivate just at the thought of really good barbecue. Now, <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but there are four types of barbecue mostly in America for American tradition. You've got Kansas City-style barbecue. You have got Memphis-style barbecue, Texas-style barbecue, and Carolina-style barbecue. Now, I I thought about maybe going through each one of these and just highlighting a couple of the differences um, between each one, but I really want to get into this interview. Uh, It's really interesting, and what I'll probably do is a follow-up episode on barbecue. More like from a fun educational angle. But trust me, there is so much out there, just layers and layers and layers of information um, in this particular genre of food that I could just go down a rabbit hole and talk for hours. About it. I'm not even kidding. Hours of a discussion. So I'm going to keep it simple today. I'm going to let you enjoy this interview again with Myron Mixon. You got to go follow him. He's all over social media, even TikTok. He does videos of showing you how to create certain recipes and tips and tricks for the perfect brisket, the perfect pork shoulder, the perfect whole hog. I mean, you name it, it's all out there under Myron Mixon. Now, he called in because, you know, he, He doesn't live right here in Atlanta where I live, but I am going to have the opportunity and the pleasure of meeting him this upcoming weekend because I'm going to be broadcasting live from the radio station that I work at at the Atlanta Home Show. And he is going to be there demoing all these different cooking techniques and cooking tips and tricks with barbecue. He has won over 1,800 trophies Through all of his competitions in his career, yes, I am not joking, 1,800 trophies this man has earned. I don't know where he keeps them. Oh, I should have asked him that question. Shoot, I didn't. (laughs) But anyway, here you go. Sit back and enjoy, especially if you're somebody who loves barbecue like I do. This interview is for you. all right everybody i am here with myron mixon we've been talking about him for the past couple of weeks leading up to this interview mr myron mixon on the phone with us how are you today sir i'm doing great
1: good to be with you
0: thank you thank you so much for calling and i look forward to meeting you are you going to be at the homes the atlanta home show
1: I will be at the home show doing some
0: demos. Yes, me too. I'm going to come up and and uh, watch and speak with you and meet you. I, you know, my husband is a chef. He's an executive chef, and just I'm pretty familiar with the industry. And and uh, I absolutely love, love, love barbecue. Cannot go wrong. I was born and raised in the South. Everybody has a story though of of where your love for this type of cooking comes from and for you you've got so many accomplishments and awards and this massive career you're everywhere can i just ask where did your love from cooking come from
1: it started with my dad he had a uh, takeout barbecue business and when we when i was nine years old my younger brother he also got started young uh my dad started us out it. and it wasn't to be great pitmasters it was to be fetch this get this take this Fire the pits. I mean, stuff that, uh, that a kid and growing on into my teen years, uh, teenagers didn't want to do it either. So, but, <laughs> you know, you kind of learn, you know, I guess under protest anyway. But as I got older, wanting to please your dad, wanting mm-hmm. to do better and get those out of boys, I learned. I picked it up. I, I figured it out and uh, took what I, knowledge I learned from him. And went into the competition world, and that's how it all got started.
0: Well, I've watched a lot of your videos um, on YouTube, actually, and I've heard you mention your mother when some of in several of these videos that she taught you to cook some very specific things as well. So I guess you got it coming from both ends, both parents. For
1: sure. I mean, stuff like right. my mom taught me how to do the coleslaw we do, uh, make fried chicken, Doing country fried steak, that type of thing. Uh, But all the barbecue and stuff, that came from being out there at the pits for my dad.
0: Now, was he a pit master? Was he a competitor, too?
1: No, he didn't believe in the competing part of it. He believed in the working part of it, making money with it.
0: Wow. And uh,
1: he, uh, matter of fact, he passed away before I ever started competing. He was sixty six years old. He passed away in
0: 1996
1: Mm. in uh, January, and I never did compete until of that year, so he never saw me compete.
0: Now, why did you decide to do that route? If he didn't do that route, what made you want to do that?
1: Well, the thing is, we got a big contest uh, right here in our community. It's been going on since 1982. And the fact is, there's like 150 teams go to. It's called a big pig jig. And I always wanted to do it. I mean, I always wanted to cook in it. You know, and because of him, we never really got out there and did it because we need to be working. We need to be Selling barbecue, we need to be doing whatever else that was actually a job. And uh, I took that opportunity. We also, uh, my mom and dad started a sauce company. Mm. And we took that opportunity to go and compete, try to do well, and promote that barbecue sauce. Right out the bat, I did really well. And I continued to have a career doing well in barbecue competitions. Mm -hmm. And that led into being able to do the TV shows, doing the cook schools, writing the cookbooks, opening restaurants, doing the things I do today.
0: Now, I read that you have over 1,800 trophies and still counting. Is that correct? Or was that a typo? That
1: <laughs> no, that's correct. Uh, uh, we won over 230-something grand championships. I won five world championships. Been team of the year for the Nymphs of May Circuit nine times. And uh, Wow. I don't know how many state championships, but I think it's like maybe thirty of those. But mm-hmm. uh, we wound up I got inducted into the Hall of Fame, Barbecue Hall of Fame in Kansas City in two thousand thirteen. Wow. So it's just I've had a great career. I've been very blessed.
0: Oh my gosh. Well let me ask you a question then, because a lot of people that aren't in the uh industry, the food industry in any way, shape or form, they're not aware of all the different uh, levels and or categories, I should say. I'm sorry. All the different categories that you can compete in, in um in this route. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite category?
1: I, I got two of them. Um, my favorite is to do whole hog. That's what we won our five world championships with. Mm. But I also love doing brisket, which that will be what I'm doing at the at the home, home show. show. Yes, I'll be, I'll be, dem- I'll be demoing the uh, the brisket there. So, but those two are my faves. I mean, the really, true, I was born and raised doing pork. uh uh-huh. Being from the South, you know, when you mention barbecue, everybody always first thing as soon as pork.
0: Pork, yes. But uh, the,
1: the beef came on a little bit later in my career, but I learned uh, to execute well. Won a lot of trophies with it. Won a lot of grand championships with it. So, uh, that'll be what we're demoing up here in Atlanta.
0: Mm, I can't wait. <laughs> the smell. Mm, is one of my favorite things from miles away. Now, like what you just mentioned, you've got your own product line, including uh, smokers, sauces. You've had your own cookbooks. Like you said, you've been all over television and now all over online. It's really, really um, impressive. Congratulations on everything. Is there anything out there that you haven't done yet that you want to?
1: No, not really. I mean, the thing about it is I've pretty well, I've done a lot more than I ever thought. I mean, when I was competing (laughs) and winning, I never dreamed that that was going to be, you know, the catalyst that put me in all these other things in the barbecue world. Mm-hmm. But the big thing was getting on TV with Barbecue Pitmasters on the mm. Discovery Network. And that came about just strictly because I was winning so much at the time when it started.
0: Mm-hmm. And they,
1: caught me at the, they found me in my stride, and they were starting off with a barbecue show, and it just kind of worked out.
0: Well, you're so relatable to watching you on TV and now watching you online because you're you've got such great energy and you just love what you're doing. And that translates, you know, to the person that's listening or watching. It's infectious, actually. So let me ask you, since I have the privilege of having you on the phone with me, do you have any professional advice for anybody out there that wants to get into the competition side of this world not just doing it for your friends and your family, but actual wanting to get in a competition. Do you have any like little tips or anything that you could share with us?
1: I tell you, the best money that anyone could spend to go get into the, to the competition side of it. When I started in 1996, there was no such things as cook schools. Didn't have many, you know, barbecue cookbooks that really revolved around competition style cooking. I've written several. Mm-hmm. I teach classes to this day starting in 05, but I'm not the only one who does that. But I would encourage them to shorten that learning curve. You need to go to a good class.
0: Mm-hmm. You need to
1: go to a good class, and you need to buy some good books that really give you some great information on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you this. Like anything else, you got to wade through it. you got to pick out the ones that are actually real deal. That's in the books and in the classes. That you will be money, well spent, to go to these classes, to mm-hmm. get those books, because you're not going to make any money competing, but every time you can win a dollar, whether, you know, get in a place and win, win some money, that all sets your hobby. So, you know, you can linger around right out there year or so, maybe several years before you ever started winning some trophies and winning some money. Mm-hmm. So to, to support your habits, you need to, you need to get out there and start doing well pretty much off the bat. The way you do that, Find you good class to go
0: to. Investing. Investing in yourself. Investing. Investing in your talent, your craft, your hobby, your interest. Yes. But what about, uh, last question before I let you go, what about for somebody like me who just, I'm just a regular old person. I'm not in the competition side. I don't know anything about the pit master world. So a novice at home who's just a home cook, what do you suggest as possibly some great advice for us smoking our pork and, uh, at home and we just want to impress our friends or family or just have it taste doggone delicious
1: well the thing is i mean today we're so uh virtual platform with our social media and everything else With people giving recipes i mean it's like every other genre or whatever everybody's on social media i've got my own youtube channel i got my own tiktok channel uh presence and we post recipes all the time that I'm doing and executing. Okay. Now you got a built in cookbook that you can do and look from your iPad or your iPhone, and you really don't have to buy the books. I mean, they're right there in front of you. So that would be the best advice that okay. I could give anybody cooking today uh, because, you know, not many of us like to read anymore, actually get a book and sit down and read. Mm-hmm. You can go to these. And I um, mean, it's like anything else. You know, when you're doing a home cooking, uh, A DIY project at home, you go on Google and uh, Google how to do it. You do the same thing with barbecue these days.
0: That's true, and you can walk us through it step by step as we watch
1: that's exactly right
0: I love it I am so thankful and grateful that you spent a couple minutes to be here on the show and on the radio station I can't wait to meet you at the Atlanta home show coming up soon it's right around the corner I'll tell people more about that but um, I'll let you go but again thank you so much I really appreciate it and everybody you need to go out there and google Myron Mixon and then just watch pages and pages of (laughs) choices to choose from of how you want to go and. Follow him. <laughs> Thank you. We'll have some good brisket when I see you. I can't wait. My mouth is watering already. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.